0: This is Jason K. And this is Jason M. And this is context free. Hey everybody. Welcome back. This is the month of May. It is. Which is good. We didn't skip May. Maybe
1: we can get it done. Maybe we will we'll see when I get it
0: edited. Oh no. Well, now the pressure's on. (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, man. This is the month of May. Oh my god. So here we
0: are. We're back. You're back. You're listening. No, listeners are listening. They're they're back. They're back. Hopefully you brought somebody with you. Maybe. to, To listen. We're not behind a paywall. We are free to listen to. We are free to listen to. We provide no context and it does not cost you money and to we listen have, to us talk about games or and, games, video games, uh, you name it, uh, Gloomhaven organizers, yeah, solitaire games, role-playing games, whatever. VR, all the things. All the things. I want to, before we talk about games, I just, yeah. sometimes you run into an app oh, that kind of just really impresses you are really impressed me like it's a high quality app Yeah, it's really high quality you have an experience with an app that you're like you know wow this is like someone just did not do the the bare minimum they like took it up a notch so i don't listen to a lot of audiobooks uh-huh I, you know usually like book is, up a. is read. this an
1: audible ad now no
0: no it's for the app libby oh
1: yeah okay it's great have you used libby i have downloaded it and never opened it again
0: Okay. So the, the onboarding experience with it is fantastic at like just the way it kind of connects you to your library. Cause it's a mm-hmm. replacement for overdrive where you can borrow books out of the library right. and listen and read on it. And that whole way that it, it works and gets you going is just made for someone who doesn't know, like with overdrive to get it to your Kindle, there used to be kind of a lot to do. There were steps. There were steps. Yeah. There were steps and you have to go look it up. And this is just like, Bam and, and all the, the UI when you're listening and everything, it's just really well it's just really well thought out. I, and I it impressed the hell so out So do you of
1: me. do you so. read on your phone or do you
0: No, not usually. I got this because I wanted to get an audiobook out of the library okay. so for the book. Audible that I'm listening to Audible esque sort of stuff. Audible esque. Yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. So just mentioned Libby, I thought Maybe you had heard of it. We've talked about other, in the same way that like Overcast is an impressive, a much more impressive podcast listening app than like the Apple podcast app. Right. Like right. it has a better UI. It's way better performance. It's like, it has just a lot of great features. Libby feels like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it feels like something that someone spent a lot of time yeah. crafting and, and, and really put yep. effort into the
0: design and yeah. that sort of thing. So.
1: so now I have app guilt. Thank you. I have another app that I. Do you
0: listen to a lot of audiobooks? I do. Oh, we well check podcasts it
1: out podcasts and audiobooks. Yeah, so, um, it's quite. I, good. I've got twenty more to listen to on Audible in the next nine months. So once I get through those, then I'll move on to Libby.
0: All right, so we're gonna today we're gonna catch up with some of the things we've been playing that we've mentioned in the last couple episodes. <laughs> we are also going to talk about this mountain of laser-cut wood that is sitting on your table. That is the Gloomhaven broken token organizer. And we'll also talk a little bit about uh, solo games. Why play alone? So. Yeah.
1: So I I love this thing. So I guess if you if you if you are unfamiliar with Gloomhaven, there's you you know the poundage, right? Like how many pounds of?
0: I think it's twenty one and a half and pounds <laughs> I believe. <laughs> right, Gloomhaven number one game on Board Game Geek. It's
1: it's pretty stupid.
0: It is I mean, a it, it's it is delightful,
1: a, but right. yeah, the, the amount of cardboard. So is- without
0: getting into the game, just so anyone who does not know what Gloomhaven is, it's a dungeon crawler game without a DM where one to four people play a character and the character can progress. And just like you would in any type of a fantasy role-playing game, you get loot, your character gets new skills. Um, it's the card the way that you fight and, and progress through a particular scenario in an adventure is is strategically interesting and the are, game the game has a, a lot of uh, a lot well it has a lot of parts and there're no dice and there's no dice which is interesting it but, is interesting there's yeah. a lot of really interesting things about this game it's not necessarily surprising that it's number 1 ranked because i think anyone who's going <laughs> to you know get themselves into that into this is Probably gonna like it. This is not for the casual gamer. And it's two. Uh, it's two
1: years old, right? It's from. It is twenty sixteen like i think So yeah. yeah, it's
0: it's at least a couple years old. When I got it, I got it out of the second Kickstarter print, and then you got it at retail. Yeah, on sale for, for less.
1: Yeah, I I, deal. I held out. Way to so, go! Um, but yeah, so I, in addition to buying uh, a, a game, it's that, upwards of a hundred bucks that you need two people to lift. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I bought the laser cut organizer for the game. Um and why'd you do that? Well, so a couple of reasons. One, I saw it and I was like, that is amazing. Um <laughs> uh, and two, well, so so I guess the, the, the real number one reason is I if I was gonna pay a hundred bucks or or whatever for the for this game, uh, and try to convince uh my wife to to play it on on a regular basis, which you kind of need to do to make it worth it right like you're if you're playing we'll a, talk about solo well, games but maybe we, we, we'll talk about solo <laughs> games but but if it's you're playing, too early of a segue but fair, go on. fair enough but if you're if you're um if you're playing a campaign right like if you play a D campaign you play once every six months you're not really playing a D campaign right that's true so so and this is this is kind of similar to that you have a campaign you're trying to progress and do things and so it'd be it'd be great if you played every week or
0: or every two weeks or once a month or something and so just like anything with a story, you don't want to read a book and read a chapter once every three months. Right. Like you, want to, yeah. you want to kind of have your brain be in it.
1: You want to have some inertia. And, and, and I was kind of worried that I would buy this game. And, I, you know, we used to play a similarly complicated game like Arkham, but the, the setup time was just, like, draining, right? You'd, right. You, you'd say... Yo, let's play this game. It's going to take six hours and two of those hours are us going to be figuring out how to play the game again and and organizing the pieces and that sort of thing. Uh, So the organizer is pretty fancy and pretty expensive.
0: I mean I got to say I feel myself being convinced – while you're speaking and I'm looking at it, I'm I may order it by the end of this episode. <laughs> you may whip your phone you, out. I, and that start. may happen. Yeah.
1: Um, but 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 really, I was I was kind of worried I'd buy this game and it would sit on the shelf and I'd feel kind of dumb about it. Um, and it, and and a lot of the reasons why it would sit on the shelf is just the the setup would be kind of a hassle and the storage would be kind of a hassle and it, it would just kind of feel hassly. And and so that was that was part of the motivation. The other part of the motivation is it's very. Like you put it together, right? So you, the, the, your laser cut board game, your nine ninety dollar laser cut board game organizer—it's a mini IKEA. It it it's it's even better than IKEA though, oh. because you actually put it together. I, IKEA, well, we won't talk about IKEA, but so.
0: You it comes in and I have the sheets somewhere. Mm-hmm. But like twenty five or so sheets. But this organizer costs like plywood. on the same order of magnitude as the game itself. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I saved it's a, a couple there. bucks, but, but it's yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not it's it's not like a
1: fraction. It's not like a whole number fraction. Right. It's more or less the same.
0: And also to be clear, this is not this organizer is not like put out by the game publishers of like, oh look at how complex we made this. We also want to sell you this. This is a company that sells you know, bespoke organizers, like for every game that they sell, you know, if you have some game with a million pieces, (laughs) they will say organizer Gloomhaven is one that just really needs it a lot more than most.
1: Well, yeah. So like the the game is pretty expensive, but there's a lot of effort, obviously in the game design and game arts, and there's a lot of pieces and everything else. So occasionally people get worried that they're getting taken advantage of in some way and i you don't need the organizer to play the game right you're not getting hosed but i felt at least for me because i'm busy and sometimes lazy at at getting out the games that this would make this this would help me do it Mm -hmm. um but i was also excited in the fact that it's essentially like you know, a Lego that you buy and assemble and then use every day, right? Like it's, it's, so yeah. I spent, I spent a Saturday afternoon with an exacto knife, you know, cutting off the, the minor imperfections. And of course
0: <laughs> it's
1: part of the instructions. The instructions, there's tell nobody you,
0: in this room that is surprised you did that.
1: <laughs> the instructions tell you that you should have a very small mallet so you oh. can hammer the things together. I did not purchase a very small mallet for the purposes of assimilating my board game organizing.
0: Did they Lego. refer to the pieces as mortises and tenons? <laughs> they did not.
1: Oh. Um, well, maybe they did. Uh, you, you're assuming I read the instructions and you just go whole hog like, woohoo. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was very satisfying and I, it gave me that that same, um, I don't know, do you ever watch uh, any of Adam Savage's video. Do you know who Adam Savage is?
0: The MythBuster. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he he uh, he does a lot of like model making and and sure. just that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. But one of the things that he he's talked about in some of his videos that I find very satisfying is uh, I think he uses the term knolling. It's basically mise en place for for board game hmm. or, or or model stuff, right? Like, okay, you get all your things out, sure. You, you organize them,
0: yeah. Or if you were going to paint minis, you'd have your mise en place for that, right? Right, right. right sure. Right. <laughs> so, um, it's mise en place for assembly, and
1: and and I I really got that that feeling like, well, I gotta I gotta set up my space, and I gotta organize my my uh
0: mise en place coming from a, it's a cooking term yes. for, right i believe for, yeah. i don't know what it means literally but <laughs> the context i know it in is for cooking where you get all your vegetables chopped and you have all your it's right. like when you see chefs on tv they don't have to actually do any work they just the mise en place is there and they just <laughs> throw in everything and Look how the knives are in his. the right
1: place you turn to the right and you pick up your knife you turn to the left well, that's yep. how they
0: can make the same dish you know Dozens of times, because yeah. It's all ready to go, well, and really quickly, and, exactly,
1: and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, so I feel like was it in that? What's the rat movie with the the Disney rat movie? Secret where the of Nim? No, were the rats a chef? Oh, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. I feel like it's a Ratatouille thing too. Could be. Could be. Okay. Um, but no. I, I. So I love this organizer. It. It appeals to my. Do you like it more than the game? Um. Almost. Like putting it. So I love. Ha! I love me some Legos. Yeah. I love me some Legos. And this felt like. Right. Uh, this felt like. A Lego that I, I know I keep saying that, but, but a Lego that I could use. Right. So like there's the, there's, a Lego isn't a puzzle, right? Like you're not, no, you're not surprised you get instructions to put it together, but it's, it's kind of satisfying process to get it's, through. It's
0: a model. It's like a model yeah. airplane or a model car or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this,
1: I, so I like it. I know we're, <laughs> and this is not an ad because we actually have no ads, but, but, but I like it a lot. And I, uh. I really liked how it makes the the process of kind of remembering I, how to play the game. I, I, I want to ask easier. you.
0: I want to ask you one yeah. sort of insider sure. baseball question. On is, well, no, just so this is not a general thing about organizers or anything. I'm just saying for this game specifically. And I, neither one of us, I don't think, own any other other uh, other custom organizers for any other games. But what aspect when you're playing the game of this organizer do you think is sort of the best part? Like, like what are you like? Oh man, this. This in particular is what, you know, really makes me love it outside of the construction of it or whatever. So. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna
1: to give you two answers, but they're more or less the same thing. So one, when you set this game up, you, you set up the dungeon and you go find all this little fiddly things right. and you go assemble them. This has it set up that I can get the things out to set up the dungeon. Quickly. And I can see them yeah. for the most part and bam, 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 bam. I put them together. And I can I can go glance in there and see which monsters to go get, bam, 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 bam. Like, I, I, yeah. and, and and that in in and of itself, like I'm not fiddling with cards and wow, is it this one? You know, like it's very clear what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing is true for the gameplay. Like there's a tray of of tokens and I've replaced some and we won't talk about that. But but there's there's trays of tokens that you need for gameplay that you you not like the poison counter or the
0: disabled right or immobilized whatever yeah
1: Yeah. like when you kill a monster money drops and that sort of thing so like those you use in and out like if you you get hit and you do something to someone right you use these tokens pretty constantly throughout the gameplay and those are separated in their own thing so i also like that you know there's the setup boxes, and I need to look at those mm-hmm. right. And then my, I, I don't have a lot of. I know it sounds like I'm <laughs> whining about mental work, right? But you know, th- there's not a lot of thoughtful overhead of like where is this piece and what do I need to go
0: do that. Well, it's so different. It, it's different than like D and D prep, right? If you're a, right, if you're a DM for D and D, you is I think general rule is like you spend as much time preparing as the session's gonna last. Right? But I mean <laughs> at, I feel at like least. that's is I, that a minimum? Well I feel like that's true. Um and when you're uh, even when you're playing though, you really can you can just kind of like BS your way through anything. I mean you can just draw something, whatever. You don't right. need to have the piece words right. in this you just the way the game is structured, you kind of need to have the piece. You're not gonna play Gloomhaven like theater of the mind style. You know, I mean that would kinda of defeat the purpose. It's a tactical game. So
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean there's there's a couple things you can fudge, right? Like you can have the wrong kind of door in a doorway oh, or something yeah, like that. Right. But cares, but for shit. the most part, I like that it segments the game yep. in the in the phases, right? Like there's a bunch of card organizers that are I like the card
0: organizers a, a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's great.
1: I only look at those when I'm setting up or at a phase where I'm yep. I'm I'm dealing with that. And so I know I know this is like first world problems out the wazoo, but, but, <laughs> but, but I'd I, I like things that decrease the amount of cognitive load that people have just in general. Right. Um, and I think, I think, you know, whether it's software or, or
0: driving. Oh, like we're right? just talking about Libby, right. Decrease the cognitive yeah, load yeah. of getting hooked up to your library yeah. to borrow a book, to listen to it.
1: Well, right? yeah. And, and it's so friction, right? Like in, get rid of the friction. in Libby's case, right. That, will probably help people actually use it. Right. Especially people that aren't trying to be fiddly, but there's not value in being fiddly and learning how to sync your Bluetooth or whatever. Right. It's much better when that stuff just works. Um, so anyway, I love it, but you haven't ordered it yet, so I'm a little disappointed. I have We made it through this conversation. No, I was trying
0: to remain engaged in the conversation, so I did not sit here on my phone and order it while we were speaking.
1: But yeah, no, it's uh, it's 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 got a lot of utility for the game, and uh, cool. I think It's pretty. You sweet. guys have played like three scenarios, or you're- we did. We um. So I, I was telling you earlier, I, I kind of winged the rule, not winged, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't close read the the instruction book, and we yeah. watched. Uh, a couple videos just to get the rhythm of the game. Um, Yeah. And then we played it a couple times and then we realized a bunch of things that we were doing really wrong. The card
0: play is great though, isn't it? Yeah, it's, no, it's um, it's yeah, really so, good. So
1: what what I think you mean by that is kind of the replacement of dice with cards is it, uh,
0: no, no. So I don't mean the replacement. I don't mean the replacement of dice with the cards that have that outcome. I mean when you're sitting there deciding what action to do. Oh yeah, do I play the top or the bottom? <laughs> I love that. That's really
1: the str the the strategy, right? Like yeah, I in, love that. in in D anD D, you're like, do I use my magic missile or do I hit him with my sword? Right? Like it's 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 pretty straightforward and and right. I thought I would hate that. Actually, um, that that kind of weird, kind of card decisiony oh, aspect okay. of it. Okay, um, and without a lot of thought, yeah, uh, yeah. into it. But I, I, I thought, ah, what is that? And then I agree. No, it's a great, it's great, a great system, great part of the game. It's a
0: great system. Yeah, and it's really impressive that like, one person designed all this. I mean, that's <laughs> quite the accomplishment, I have to say. There's a lot of content, so yeah, Gloomhaven is is something else. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're into it and kind of go on I think maybe at some point it'd be fun to just do a random scenario and like all four of us could do it that would be great be, we'll, we'll have to have I'll you have to teach us the actual rules before we do that <laughs> but <laughs> Well, I don't know. I always have to look them up too. So <laughs> I'm still looking forward to exploring more of it. So we haven't played in quite a while, but I think we've played about 17 or 18 times. I know we died on one scenario about four times. Oh wow! Yeah, we had one that we just kept getting wrecked. Kep, kept, kept it was really trying, hard trying. to crack that nut. Yeah, it was tough, yeah. but we eventually did. And I think we actually went else. We might have went elsewhere and solved something else. And I think we came back to it. So it's you know the whole thing as like a big branching campaign. Oh, so it's pretty, pretty cool. Well, what
1: what have you uh, what have you been up to? What else have you been
0: playing? Um, so, Dead Cells DLC came out on Thursday, which I'm pretending didn't happen. But yes, <laughs> Rise of the Giant, um, a free you just another free present from those, uh, from Twin Motion. So
1: delightful, those folks. Uh,
0: they're De- the greatest folks. people on earth. They, uh, they're well, they're maybe. the greatest people in digital gaming software. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> they make all the other people look like bad people. Yeah.
1: We're judging everyone else. No, uh,
0: really amazing that the amount of content, the, the variety of, of what they keep putting out for this game, this, this particular patch, I think has been out on steam for, Quite a while, but it just hit on Switch, yeah, and yeah. I believe the other consoles as well. And and I can only speak for Switch, and you're switching it, and I'm switching it, yeah. Um, so I and I and I've been playing it for a couple days here and there. I've um, done several runs, but I haven't encountered too much new stuff. I got a couple new outfits, you know, whatever. Not that big a deal. That the whole having skins is new, but I'm not a big, I'm not real big into that. Um, there's a a mirror. That you can unlock, and when you look in that mirror at the beginning, it shows you a monster that I believe you can get a blueprint from. Ah. So that kind of gives you a little focus of like, oh, I'm going to go to the biome that has that guy so I can go hunt him and get that. Um, But I'm admittedly a little – I haven't played in a few weeks. I'm a little rusty just in terms of my skills. So (laughs) I'm kind of skilling back up so that I can get to some of the higher biomes and I can uh, just – continue to make make progress and you know, like i said i think i told you you can now do more unlocks without having boss cells activated oh. so you could that's kind of great so basically you can unlock to get like plus plus drops without having to run that you know on hard level um so i feel like you know again given given the noobs a little love uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> or those of us that don't play enough but yeah
0: yeah well i can, i'm considering myself one because the fact that people play this game like with four levels of difficulty, it just blows my mind, mind of how they even play it. Um, But it's been fun. I I put that down for a while, like I said, so getting to play that a little bit. Um, Hopefully, you'll pick it back up at some point. Yeah, we'll see. Perhaps. uh, Yeah, we'll see. Um, And then, what else? There's just a lot of other things in it. I don't want to spoil anything or or whatever, and there's just a lot that I'm not spoiling for myself. I just want to (laughs) kind of... You know, see what happens, and I think I I kind of want to like savor it and let, yeah. it, let it last and, and figure it out. So it'll be fun. Um, and then I've been playing a racing game that I showed you, uh, mm. Horizon Chase Turbo or Turbo Chase Horizon or Horizon. one of these games where that has three words <laughs> and you can. It's like that game with the the Archer and the um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Right. Right. I don't know something with when you put Horizon into a game title that it you can see. Be- You can reorganize the words and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It needs to be tripartite. Yeah. So this game is, as I showed you, it's effectively outrun, you know, from the 80s, like style arcade, super arcadey racing game, retro graphics, like no simulation aspect to this racing whatsoever. Um, It's just a lot of fun to kind of make your way through. It has all the different cups as you go around the world and kind of these blocky. Graphics, you know the Acropolis in Greece or South Africa or, or the Gulfus in Ireland and uh, Iceland or, you know, just it's just fun to <laughs> unlock more stuff, unlock more cars. Um, I like the arcade race style game. Um, the other thing that I was mentioning that's fun about it is it's got the camp. It's got a couple different modes. It's got a playground mode and some leaderboard chasing things, and then it has the this World Cup where you're making your progression through. And I can play with my son, and we're playing it, and it we can progress through that like together. So if he finishes first or if I finish first or second, whoever finishes better, that moves us forward in the campaign, which is a really nice change. There's not a ton of games out there that you can play that couch co-op style Mm. and be simultaneously making progress in the game. A lot of times you get games where it's like, Oh, couch party style where you, you can like progress on a, some sort of solo thing, but then you're playing, you know, couch party style and just beating each other up and, you know, you have fun for a half hour or an hour or whatever, and that's kind of it. Um, and there's really no no progress. Um, so that's that's a lot of fun. I was thinking of another game that does that, and I think the best example is probably something like Borderlands, right? You can play Borderlands with somebody else, and you're progressing through the campaign. So um, Horizon Horizon Chase Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn, Dawn Zero Horizon? <laughs> yeah, whatever. So that's I think they just had their year anniversary, and they've had like a 40% sale, so that's been... Um, a nice pickup. I've just found myself in the last year, as you know. I've I, you know obviously there's certain video games I've really come back to, but um it really stuck with me. Like you know, Dead Cells and Slay the Spire and this uh, Horizon Chase Turbo. Um, that so whatever, there's something about the progression of them, of unlocking that it's like that little grindy thing, but it's also the what you were calling like the dad game, where you can play mm. a bit and it's a half hour, and then you can put it away and and none of them have any story that I have to feel like I'm dropping out of. And that's probably the biggest link between all these is just playing something where I don't have to, you know, feel like I lost the thread of the story. They're vaguely arcadey. They're vaguely arcadey. And I love, I mean, that that's my childhood. I, yeah. I, you know, absolutely loved arcade games and old television Atari. Like Interesting. that, that's, you know, um, yeah. that bite size, um, type of thing, leaderboard chasing. Have we ever talked about the Pac Man Championship games? No. No. I don't think so. Do you know what I'm talking about? The four person Pac Man things? No, uh, they, they redid like the Pac Man. I forgot the name of them exactly. It's like the Pac Man Championship Edition DX. I don't know. They were on Xbox 360. <laughs> Two, I,
1: 2000.
0: Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Yeah. Turbo Chase Horizon. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but they were, it was, it was Pac-Man, but with really zany level design, and just things were like it would continuously like, oh, you finish that, and then more dots appear, and just a lot of cool twists. Absolutely fantastic arcade style games, uh, arcade style game with a lot of great level design in it, just based on Pac-Man and, and chasing high scores. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm never quite that good at that, but I love it. Geometry Wars, another example. Yeah, Anything know. like that? I, that's that's kind of my. Yeah, one my of my.
1: I have I have a friend
0: who is. High up on that leaderboard for a long period of time. For geometry, geometry oh, wars, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's not my, not my, not my gig, not my gig.
0: Yeah, that game gives me thumb blisters, <laughs> like unbelievable. So, so yeah, you, been playing that on on Switch. Not too much else digitally, I'd say. Probably those two since since last time we talked. But
1: yeah. So you pointed out observation to me, which is
0: I did. Yeah, right?
1: which is um, kind of survival, not survival horror. Is the wrong. Wrong phrase, but kind of a suspense, kind of horror esque game. Okay, like I watched the trailer and it made me think of one of my favorite games, which is um, uh, Alien Isolation. Just the the tension uh, and kind of being set. This is set kind of on the the ISS or a, a different version of the International Space Station. In, yes, the International Space Station, and um, there is a, a a female astronaut cosmonaut some sort of not a a space person that's living there. And and uh, the 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 conceit of the game is you're the AI on the space oh, station, okay. which I did not know because I just, I saw the trailer and I was like, I ah. did
0: not, so I did not dig into this game. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, Jason would like this. I'm yeah. going to send it to him.
1: No, no, I, I bought it. I, I watched the trailer. I was like, well, this is going to have my money. No matter, it could be all uh, quick time events and I would still probably buy it. Um and i am not going to say it's all quick time events, but it's it's kind of sort of quick time event, so you're the a i and you 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 like a how like a how okay, but you possess like the cameras in the station and, okay, and then you can look at things and then open doors oh, right okay, yeah, no, sort of
0: now thing. I can now I remember reading the the summary of this. Right yeah now. yeah
1: and 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 so um and and there's some kind of
0: hence the title observation right yes. okay. right right and
1: so you're a you're a sphere there's a little well not you're a sphere but there's a there's a sphere uh like kind of a little drone mm-hmm. so you can you can actually participate and move around like a, an entity in the game so you're not just a fixed camera uh or movable camera so it's a little more i i first i first started playing i was like oh god i'm gonna be stuck in this camera and it's I'm, this is kind of dumb but mm i got into it it's it's uh it's fun so i've I've been playing that a little bit i'm kind of kind of trying to save that because i love me my my really suspenseful games that aren't bad um because most of them are kind of kind of murder porny just Mm -hmm. not for me um Mm -hmm. but this this has some really good suspense to it so i played that a little bit and uh
0: no man's sky no
1: man's sky still still turning. has anyone else
0: invaded your world yeah, I Surprise mean people you? have shown up. Yeah, they show up.
1: Um but no one no one else has uh built me a base and drove cars with me, so I'm now I'm sad. <laughs> like <laughs> But uh but yeah, just just grinding away at that, doing stuff. I, I it's it's kinda like the 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 organizer assembly. Like I love building my little bases and right and uh yeah, it's kinda kinda fun. So that's that's my
0: video game consumption doing that and then gloomhaven and then mm-hmm. we got another betrayal legacy and yeah. last last week and then we're getting another one in tomorrow
1: yeah and i think uh you remarked on this i think the last one went really well in terms of it did it seemed to be more fun than some of the other ones felt
0: less energetic i mean true to form the, the game is uneven right i mean it, yeah it's that's, really random that that was yeah. sort of my caveat from the beginning was this is an uneven game. There's going to be times when it works and sometimes it doesn't. And you <laughs> sort of hope introducing this game to other people. It's not, like I said, it's not a game that I I love or have any, you know, real uh, nostalgia for or anything like that, but you hope introducing it that you're not going to get three lemons in a row and everyone's <laughs> going to be like, yeah, let's just toss that in the trash. Right. <laughs> so I, I felt like the one that we did last week That at least gave me enough mileage for a couple lemons, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'd be like, okay, you know, that, that was worth it. There's, there's definitely stuff here. There's been adding in little, uh, little mechanic, you know, a little bit of mechanics, not like pandemic legacy style, transformational mechanics, just, you know, things here and there. Um, I think I don't really necessarily, I don't feel that we've gotten, uh, a lot of like the flavor of our house yet. Like, like we do th- at the end of so. Let me rephrase that. At the end of every chapter, depending on the outcome of the chapter, you take out certain cards from the deck or you put in certain cards into the event and items deck to kind of tailor what's happened right. to your story to follow the graph of the game story exactly. Right. Um. And and in a loose way, you know, again, not giving any spoilers away. But if if something died, then they're not going to have that event. In there anymore, right? Right. Or if some, or if something happened, maybe an item is in there that got introduced from a certain scenario. And I don't, I don't think that I've had any moment yet where I've been like, oh yeah, that's the, you know, the item from that other thing. I right. haven't had one of those moments, but it'll be really cool when we, when we do, right? I've, hopefully that'll happen. We have plenty of time. I think we've only played through. Four chapters in the prologue. So and they're what sixteen? Or? No, I think there's twelve. Twelve. I think so. twelve or thirteen. Well, it's probably thirteen. That would make sense. Right? Done. 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 Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um, but it, it it was good. That one. Um, I, uh, that one sidestepped the the need for someone to be on their own and and to have that problem that we've discussed of of you know somebody now has to be the villain and if they don't grok those rules immediately it can be a little rough. Right. Yeah. Um, I, you had a good term or the way you described that I thought was pretty good. I don't remember what that was. I'm sure it was very smart and very tough. <laughs> you said there was no time for practice, I think is what you yeah, said. That's yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So uh, that was my problem. Like, right. So I was the villain in one of the, the last
0: games. The I one before you. the last one. Right.
1: And, and um, I immediately knew what I did wrong. Right. Like a couple moves in, I was like, Oh,
0: I should have done this. I should
1: have done this, and this would be a totally different game and, right. and, and it and it um Zapped the tension. It it just there was no tension. Right. Yeah, and, and I yeah, you, you don't get reps, so you don't you don't get a feel for yeah. that part of the game. Which is weird for a legacy game, right? It's it's just it's very different from the other legacy games that we played. Like they they usually have new mechanics, right? Mm-hmm. But, but this one has very different mechanics, uh, for the villain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I,
0: I, I'm in, I'm enjoying it for, for what it is. I, I am look forward. I was not sure if I was, I wanted to get that gaming cause I didn't want it to go forever. We hadn't played right. in like two months. And I was like, well, we need to, before this just sits there and rocks, we need to kind of <laughs> get it going again. So it's trying for us to get some momentum. And I thought last week was good. So I was like, oh, let's keep it going. And, and it. Definitely seemed like everyone had fun rather than like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Which is how I <laughs> felt back in whatever March or, or whatever we played. Um, so it it's been good. I can see how people think that it's such a fun experience because th- there's always that potential. It's just will will it deliver? And and I I think it can. And it also how much you get, um, how much you put into it, you can get quite a bit back. I feel like people were. We were really getting into the thing with all the furniture and all mm-hmm. that that was quite a bit of fun, <laughs> so at least I had, I had
1: quite well it, it bit of yeah fun with that. it it lined up well right like the the yeah. the the randomness clustered in a way that that uh, right. the same sort of thing kept happening to the same people, and it kind of became
0: funny. it becomes a little in joke and yeah <laughs> <laughs> you could just imagine, so yeah that'll be good um so i've been playing a lot of solo stuff
1: flamerrouging you well, I played Flam
0: Rouge this morning just because I really. I really enjoy that game and I'd gotten the expansion a bit ago. It's the Peloton expansion. Peloton? You know what a Peloton. I do know what a Peloton. Right. Is. So it's the it's like the big whenever you watch a cycling the, race. The bicycle scrum. Yeah, there's you know, a hundred some bikes just all going down the road together and there'd be people out front and whatnot. So it has rules in there for for solo play where you can um, pl- play against that and different difficulty levels. So I gave that a go and and that was pretty good, but been playing some of the other, the little wallet games uh, played the sprawlopolis mm-hmm. we got. I ordered a few things from them cause they're, they're really affordable. And so there I got the beach expansion for sprawlopolis. So it adds like four beaches to your little <laughs> town. So that was fun. So that's a great game. I mean, that is a legit solid co-op for, 10, 12 bucks, whatever it is. It is very good. Um, Got that. And then I got two other ones. Uh, One is called Liberation, which is effectively kind of like Star Wars Rebellion, like the whole cat and mouse of like someone has a headquarters and someone has a secret base and cat has Uh, to find the mouse, but in 18 cards. Nice. Right. So um, that'd be a fun one to, to, to try sometime. I haven't played it yet. And then we got this other little potion sort of little, uh, I, I split you choose type of, guessing game. Uh-huh. So I think I have four of those now. So we'll we'll hold it there until some of the new ones come out. Um but yeah there's there's been other other solo games. I think Flam Rouge worked worked pretty well um as a as a solo exercise. I could really see that one as an app where you have the whole tour right. and and, right. and all
1: that. Yeah. So so you were saying earlier how maybe it's maybe it feels a little weird to sit down and play a board game by yourself. Like it feels it feels it doesn't it's not wrong right but it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a thing that is done
0: right well okay the playing of it is not weird the right. setting up is the weird part
1: <laughs> everyone walking by what are you doing Well, i'm going to play a board game by myself <laughs> so <laughs> so there whereas if you did the same thing on your ipad it wouldn't be weird
0: no yeah no you'd just be screwing around on your ipad yeah, yeah. what are you doing uh,
1: i'm playing this game oh what are
0: you doing iPad. oh you i'm what are you doing in the paper i'm just doing a crossword puzzle right I'm, yeah. I'm just doing a word find.
1: Yeah. And so the,
0: the funny thing We're is you We're doing the jumble. I, so I buy board games. I'm going to play Dead Cells for three hours. Yes. <laughs> Sit on the couch with my feet up. I was just no, saying, those so, are all things well, they are normal.
1: But playing video games – so video games, they used to – they used to trend single player, right? Like that was the yeah. thing, right? And now everything is kind of trending multiplayer – Maybe that's an exaggeration, but a lot of games, increasingly multiplayer, and then sometimes you buy things, and then like what I did for Battlefront initially, and I'm like, oh, the single player is kind of right, like it's lame.
0: And they're doing it in, you know, MMOs started this right where you right. have multiplayer for kind of a, a single player. What would have traditionally been a single player experience of going through something, right? But you do it with the other people, yeah, In, in yeah, a persistent yeah. world or or not. I mean, there's instance World with Destiny. I mean, all these different. Oh man, Destiny! All these other sorts of models out there. But you're right. I mean, um, when I f- I spent a lot of times, a lot of time playing multiplayer video games. But that was playing first person shooter, right. Style stuff, and that's what I played with other people. All of my other video game playing uh, outside of Halo, Halo, uh, Halo Two, Halo Three, mm-hmm. has been either playing on my own or playing like couch co-op or, you know, maybe party style on the couch, that, that type of thing. Yeah. Right. But if a game, when I started seeing games, they'd be like, Oh, this is free. And that's like, Oh, it's multiplayer only. I'm like, next. I have no, <laughs> I have no interest in anything that's multiplayer only. Right.
1: And so I'm, I'm not to, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's our age group, but, but like I'm the same, like, I'm like, Oh, I get to get yelled at by preteens. Like, i I'm
0: <laughs> Well, even when someone came into your No Man's Sky galaxy. I was like, he's going to shoot me in the <laughs> face. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> I don't even know how to play this game. I'm going to die. Um, so, yeah, so I, I found the settings where you can disable basically PvP right. in the game, and I went and turned that off. Like, after that experience, I was like, well, uh, people aren't going to take my base down and shoot me in the face. So.
0: But I mean, with, with board games, you have no risk of someone. Just, shooting, shooting in the face. Well, yeah. No one's just going to sit down at your table and table, just, table and, flipping. And just start take over your table of whatever <laughs> game you're playing.
1: With my cats do, but that doesn't. Well, my cats. yeah, but
0: that doesn't count, right? So you can set this up, and it's it's a puzzle, and I, I think I was telling you that it it. What are we talking? What's it? It's a puzzle. What? Oh, just so many playing playing a board game by yourself, right? It's kind you're, of, kind so, of like a puzzle. Yeah, but you're typically not. So let's just set the level here. You're, I'm not talking about playing something like Monopoly or Clue, okay? Where, <laughs> where you're like, I win! Well, yeah. You're, it is not like, oh, and then I'm going to go sit in this chair, and then I'm going to collect money. Oh, and then I'm going to go sit in that chair, roll the dice. It's, it's not what I'm talking about.
1: Well, you win all the time that way, though. Right. So. But
0: I'm, I'm not talking about... Those style of games are, are, are not meant for what I'm talking about. Those are, there are plenty of games out there that you cannot play solo. The whole... Right, betrayal, betrayal, House on the Hill. You would not <laughs> play solo; be the worst. Game. I'm the
1: monster, and there's no one else, so yeah. I win. Yeah. Um, but so, what you're saying is there are games that are kind of the opposite of the trend in video games, where yeah. everything increasingly has. Oh, well, it's a single player campaign, but there's a multiplayer.
0: I mean, add on. I mean, Gloomhaven it would be right? a similar experience mm-hmm. if you played by with one character, right. right? But not even just something like that, or that's an adventure game. I'm talking about like. You know, optimization puzzle euro style games, right? right. Like your economic style or, or anything like that, where all of the, the top end games nowadays of, of that like euro style of, of game where there's no conflict and you're effectively doing optimization or efficiency style puzzle solving um, come with either they come with or very quickly uh, BGG people make automata for them. Right. And some, you know, someone, they either ship with it. So
1: paper, paper AIs. For...
0: Paper AI. <laughs> yeah. Pa- paper AI. Or in some cases, some people, uh, will code. Yeah. Like a, like an iPad. Yeah. Or, or a or website something. where you just go and it's like, okay, this is what happened. And, right. um,
1: so do you, um, so Flam Rouge, I get. is a racing, there, bike racing well, game. There are other and bicyclists. And so you have AI bicyclists that are racing against you. Is that.
0: Yeah. So the way I did it, um, there was, so in Flam Rouge, you have a two person, team, right? It sort of right. shrinks that hole down. So you have you have two guys. And then I played against two other teams. So there were six cyclists on the track. One of them was the Peloton team, and they more or less moved in lockstep and occasionally would kind of rubber band mm-hmm. like that. And then the other team was called the muscle team, right? So those are the two uh, AI that the game comes with. I mean, there might be more that people have created. I think there is, there are. So the Peloton team moves like that. The muscle team is intended to be more of an attack team. Right, so the Peloton kind of is effectively like a game clock, so that you can't totally slow roll, and and you have to keep up with that. Whereas the muscle team is going to be uh, a much more variant, um, spiky style of of movement, right? Where they might go out ahead, and maybe you can catch onto them, or you know you don't know. Of course, the problem with in this game is you're just doing draws like they have better decks than you to make up for the fact that they're stupid, right? Cause they're not, there's no logic to what they do. It's just like they have a better deck and you flip their card and that's what they do. And you're trying to play against that. And you know, with a certain amount of exhaustion or whatever. And and it's a very simple AI, but it replicates playing the game really well. Like it does not feel a whole lot different than playing against another person. Right. At least not against one person. I imagine if you're playing against I've never gotten the chance to play that game with like you know five uh, you know five of the, what five teams that would be really different. It's not going to be <laughs> like that. So that's an example of of that. But then there's plenty of other style games. I mean, um, I don't know how familiar you are with like a lot of the you know like the Rosenberg farming like Agricola and that mm-hmm. style of game, right? I mean, in those sorts of games, the interaction between players tends to be like going where someone else was going to put their their work, right? You're right? blocking. You're blocking. That's the yeah. interaction, and so in those games, you're really trying to go for a particular score, right? Based on some AI that does some blocking against you, etc. So that's that's one one style. A lot of people will play war games, um, and they'll develop some sort of you know flowcharty mm-hmm. automata for like, oh, you do this, then this is what's going to do it, and so. The, it's it's best when there's some randomness. Otherwise, you can effectively just game the AI because you know exactly what it's going to do. Right. Right. And that's you what you kind of want to avoid. Predict it. Yeah. You can predict it and kind of play around that.
1: So, what, so, so why do you think it's weird? Or why do you think, why do you think you had a, you had that, that moment of like, well, this, this feels, this feels,
0: so, I, I, like I said, I I don't really because there are plenty of... I own plenty of games, and I've played some solo, and I, I've been playing a little bit more lately. Um, I think, like I said, I think it's because you're putting all this stuff out on the table, mm-hmm. right? So, playing like Ganshon Clever, the dice game um, that I showed you a while back, or something like that where there's really no setup. You just... You know, there's really no difference in setup from playing that on an on an iPad versus playing that on the table. You just grab some dice, roll, scorecard, there you go. But when you're sitting there in Flam Rouge and like setting out the whole track <laughs> and you know putting the guys down and shuffling the decks and doing this whole thing, you're like. I mean, it's fun in the same way that you enjoy putting together right. the organizer or whatever, it, and it's just sort of it's like a little project. It kind of feels like action figurey though, a like little that, bit, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: like, like it feels like you. Well, I'm gonna go get my, I'm gonna go get my Star Wars dolls, and I'm gonna play with my Star Wars <laughs> dolls, right? Like, isn't that is? Do you think maybe that's
0: the? Maybe, yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> so, do you? What do you think? It's a little weird, or
1: i mean, so I'm the wrong person to ask that kind of question well, sh- to. but
0: <laughs> there's no one else here to ask there's so. no one
1: else here to ask uh I'm, and i do i think it's weird no I, I, I in in the in the grand scheme of human weirdness no i well, I, think of it's, not. I think it's i think it's super not weird i, I think it's just um I can see the uh, the the social dynamics of like what did you do this weekend well i played my cycling racing game by myself
0: <laughs> like like but like, it's but like, it's like literally the same amount of social interaction as if i sat on the couch and played dead cells which was the other thing i was going to do for that hour
1: yeah and so uh, to be clear i'm not criticizing your personal decisions but right. but i think people think of board games right. as not solitaire Right? They think right. them as communal activities, and they think of video games as isolating, non-communal activities. Right. And I think I think that dichotomy, which to a certain extent is real and to a certain extent is not real, right, is really what your intuition is is yeah. telling you, right? Because I think people would, yeah. like if you go to, you go to, if you had a if you had a water cooler, Jason, and you went to an office, <laughs> um, but. Uh, Jason works from home. That's the joke. Um, but but if you had a water cooler and you had that conversation, I think you would get that reaction just because of the like your your um, your board gaming is a little bit out of the the you know the ninety percent American population, right? Sure. Like they would think you're playing Monopoly by yourself and moving yeah. from chair to chair, <laughs> right?
0: You'd be like, huh? But that's not the sort of thing I would share with. Oh, oh, no. I would, I would say. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I,
1: I think that's really the, the tension there, right? And um and and, and I here's
0: think- the difference, though. The difference is if I'm doing that and you come over, you you, you say what's going on? They say, oh, well, I'm doing this. The game's all set up. You can just sit down and play. Yeah, and then it's no longer solo. I just kick the bots aside and you're like, you're you can see muscle. Yeah, you're a muscle team. <laughs> That's what we'll call you, Team Muscle.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, I mean it's there's a lot of video games where you can drop in and out, I guess. Well, wow, there's not really any more. They're, they're you don't play like a lot of them. Be.
0: You play a lot of stuff.
1: Like- so so what I want is I want more couch co-op games that we can do that with. Because because we me and my wife, we used to play off and on some of the couch co-op games. Yeah. And there's just not that many good couch co-op games. There's a lot of network like shoot them in the head, you know.
0: Like, do you like, do you guys like puzzles? stuff, or you don't like the little platformy puzzle games?
1: Eh, that's I not mean, A thing. little bit. So, we used to, we used to, we used to get like a bottle of wine and play Lego Star
0: Wars. Or right. Okay. You know, those,
1: yeah. those are kind of dumbed down puzzle games uh-huh. right like um so we- and then you're like
0: am i drunk or am i really just falling sideways through the wall <laughs> well, because of all the ui glitches
1: yeah, yeah, the bugginess of those
0: games just
1: made it like it, it kind of
0: ruined that experience <laughs> for all the money that they made just was- an aside for all the money that they made on licensing different franchises and slapping them onto the same engine they could have fixed the damn bugs
1: yeah it, it's um if you haven't played some of the lego what do you call that? What would you call those games? Like well, I
0: don't know, there's Lego the, Harry Potter, there's Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, there's the Marvel ones, the, there's Lego, Star Wars, you Lego Need a Jones,
1: something branded, right? Like Lego, what is a term for that? Anyway, if you haven't played those games, some of them are really good. Like I think the first Star Wars one was a really good game. Just the camera is awful. The
0: camera is so bad. But
1: but the camera's awful and most of them have unforgivable bugs like you yeah. And what's what's really I just worse? I fell through the environment. It's a game kind of aimed at kids right like yeah. it's a lego game and like they, they just freak out it's unforgivable it um, but
0: anyway so that's a good example of what you guys like we used to do a lot of diablo 2 just button mash just tr- tr- you know
1: hey look I yeah, got, i got you know i i i contemplated trying that i i looked at it and i was like eh, i don't know um, i mean what
0: aspect of it it's so easy to just play casually it really is, and the story is like I don't have no idea what happened. Zero, we just skip all the dialogue and all. We're just like on to the skip, next skip, thing. Skip, skip, Kill more goat skip, men. Skip,
1: skip, skip. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll add that to my list. Like it, it, it. The things that I'm a tra- like. So we used to play a number of the Resident Evil games. Have two characters, mm-hmm. right? And so in non co op, right, it's just an AI and the AI mm-hmm. does the things. Uh, and then some of them you can actually kind of play. Two player couch mm-hmm. co op and I and and the two kind of sequences of games that we really played on couch co op were uh, some of the Resident Evils and uh, those Lego games. So, the, so maybe it's maybe maybe I don't have a good reason.
0: The one that we are going to try next is called Kingdom Two Crowns. I saw the trailer.
1: It looked it looks
0: pretty. like something I would play.
1: Yeah. Well, I wasn't I wasn't trying to say that, but well, maybe I was. But I saw the trailer. And I was like, oh, that looks like an interesting so co op game.
0: One. You did. I did. I loved it. Was there one crown? It was just one. It was single player. Okay. Yeah. It was just <laughs> Kingdom it was single, one crown. Uh Kingdom something lands. I don't remember the name. It it's it's a two-dimensional yeah. game. You just go right or you go left and you have your lands and you're the you're the ruler and you it's like a, a little bit of tower defense, a little bit of building. You know, it's just got a little bit of these different things, a little bit of exploration of, mm-hmm. of different things. I'm really curious to uh, to, to play the second one. Cause I, I finished the first one. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Okay. Yeah. And that's a, that's a co-op one that, um, I showed my wife and she was like, Oh yeah, that looks, that looks pretty cool. And then also the fact that I played the first one and, and liked it. So should yeah. be good. Should be good.
1: Okay. So yeah, I, I, I saw that and I was like, mm, I can't tell. I can't tell if I would enjoy the actual gameplay. So. so
0: that one. And then the other one that I wanted to play co-op was box boy and box girl, which I think I mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that looks—that's a puzzle platformer. Right. You know, like I put a box here, so you can jump onto it and then flip me over. And you know that there's a lot of those style. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So, was, not synergistic, but you're yeah. helping each other.
0: Platform. I wonder what Dead Cells co-op would be like.
1: Oh my mm. god. I, I don't think that's a – No. I'm not sure that would work. No. You could be the monster. They could. They could. They could, they could.
0: That, no. I mean, it could be kind of fun, like, both going through, but it would be very difficult to play that style of game because you'd have to stay on the same level. Like that, Well, yeah, and yeah, that the, the
1: screen moves around, and right. uh, I guess I could zoom in and out, but that would be horrible. Yeah, I don't think that would be good.
0: Mm. Hmm. I don't know.
1: But other other
0: solo um, solo things, like, would so you would never play Gloomhaven solo? The, 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 I'm just saying, just in the concept of that does not appeal to you.
1: Um... It 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 so I, I I won't say never I just um, I think it's so f- far down the list of things on my got it my list that I would never get to it but it's not that I would look down on playing it solo okay. right so so I would consider doing it mm-hmm. but I <laughs> I just have so yeah many other it's just things. not the thing you're gonna do right
0: um but uh, what do you <clears> what, what do you think precipitates that in board games because like I said this is not a this is not as niche of a thing as you, I mean, within the niche of people who play hobby designer board games, right? right? It's, it's fairly prevalent. Like I said, there's a lot yeah, of, yeah. there's whole BGG guilds of people that are devoted to like creating these automata for different games mm-hmm. and such. and and like I said, I think I, I wanted to touch on the iPad part. I think that there's the, the you know, this rise of digital adaptations of board games. There's mm-hmm. so many of them from a number of different design, uh, game developers that that do this. And I think some people do it and I don't think these are there so that people can play multiplayer. Like, I don't think that's the primary thrust of why those get created. I could be wrong, but I feel like it's so that people can play the game on their own against AI and also to play the game without having to deal with all the fiddly housekeeping. Right. Right. So that they can play like four games at one time or, or, or whatever. Right? Well,
1: you know, some of it, I think you get tired of doing the housekeeping. So there's going to
0: be a Gloomhaven digital. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so I, I've bought three or four of these and, um, I play them, uh, like on airplane trips and that sort of
0: thing. Like which, what would but, you say uh, is your favorite or,
1: oh, um, the, uh, uh, Pandemic? No, the, uh, the elder sign one that you recommended to me a long time Oh, the elders. Sign- oh, with the dice. Like, I, I play that anytime I on a plane. You still play that. I play that okay. on, like, whenever I'm on a plane. I play that in zombie dice, actually, because zombie dice is so mindless. Sure. That, um, when I'm I'm really tired, I'm like, (laughs) time to play some zombie dice. Um, but I play that. Uh, I've gotten, I've gotten a couple others. I, I got the Carcassonne one. That's well done. Yeah. That's really well done. I, you know, I use them kind of as, as training to play the game, to skill up. Yeah. Well, just not even to skill up. Like I'm, I'm occasionally, like not confident, especially in something like Gloomhaven, but, but so many other things like the rules are complex enough mm-hmm. that, you know, we played a couple of times and I'm like, all right, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the, the, the iPad version or the the iPhone version. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. I've been doing this wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just as a, as an automated check on, on the rules. Yeah. Right. Um, and a way to, to get into the rhythm of something that maybe I haven't played for a while. So,
0: yeah. I, th- I thought it was interesting that there's been a few. Uh, I'm not going to call them adaptations, um, but what they've done. Um, I'll name a few games that they've that I've seen this done with, and I'm sure there's others. So this has happened with Descent and Imperial Assault, mm-hmm. I know You've those are the dungeon crawler style games. It's also happened with Clank in Space, which you haven't played, but we should play sometime. time. Yeah, like and a, that's a
1: Denver. It is, maker yeah, game. yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a deck builder where you're um, basically trying to grab the loot and get out. Um, type of thing. It's 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 quite fun, but in all three of those games, the the digital uh, digital property that came out is not a direct translation of the cardboard tabletop game. Right. So with Descent and Imperial Assault, they came up with a way which are like one versus many games. They came mm-hmm. up with a way for the iPad to be the one, so that you know the four of us could play against. That right. right? So you still pull out all the cardboard, Mm -hmm. right? You you pull out. They're they're game aids, is what they are. They're they're solo game aids. So you pull out all the cardboard. You (laughs) you you put in, um, you know what pieces you have, and then you say, okay, there's the scenario, and then you tell it what happened, and then it it basically plays the DM for you and tells you, okay, well this is how the monsters move, or this is you know whatever happens, and then with with Clank in Space, I have not tried that one, but I'd like to that's a effectively there to be a solo campaign so that you can play that and it's against that. So you're playing the game, but your your the iOS app or the whatever the digital app is sort of you know being the, the game clock sort of against you and playing against it. But they're not direct translations of the the gameplay itself. You're not playing them on the phone. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: And, and so that was not to jump on my hobby horse, but that is like that is my excitement for AR, right? Like is is kind of replacing a lot of the friction for learning games and DMing games mm-hmm. with you know putting these dumb goggles probably right mm-hmm. on your face.
0: Um, we talked I, about that one team that's like doing those. I don't know how successfully successful they are, where they're doing like the tutorials. Yeah, I can't remember what they were called. Yeah. I'll we'll have to look it up, maybe put it in the notes or something, but yeah. they, they were basically trying to create, um, frameworks, frameworks so that someone like what you're describing where you're like, I'm not really sure what the rules are. I can get up and running quickly by going here. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And I, I think some of the examples you were pointing out, like, um, was, you know, Hey, I, I, cause this is a use case for AR, right? Like, I don't know how to use how to use my tv remote right right and and just having the buttons blink lights or or arrows point yeah i uh i I just think it's you know five to ten years from now it's Mm -hmm. gonna be pretty sweet yeah so uh
0: so what else we what else is on the horizon any other to play yeah
1: I i don't have anything queued up i'm i'm kind of saving the observation thing until i can just sit down and yeah and burn through the suspense um i honestly i my my hope is that we spend some time board game wise just playing through gloomhaven cool for for a little while but i don't i don't know that i have any there are a lot of things that are like long term Mm -hmm. that that i'm looking forward to especially in the video game place but in the short term i don't know do you have something that you're like next thursday you're gonna this thing is gonna come out is there
0: um no, nothing, nothing like that. I was just looking. I was going to look at my list because you have a list. <laughs> is, it on B,
1: is it on BGG? Is it a public list, or is this? Are these no, no. Yourself? This is
0: like video and board games. I just have like an Evernote. Oh, okay. That I just kind of you know
1: you update every time you see something that looks off. Awesome. These are mostly
0: video games. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. I talked about the Messenger Kingdom Two Crowns. Um, I was kind of curious. There's a couple um, twin stick shooter games I'm curious about. Like, there's one called Nuclear Throne. It's just, you know, like geometry wars, but stupid graphics, you know, you know what I mean? like, nuclear throne. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> know. I, t- I like arcade games. Can't <laughs> help it. Um, so I,
1: while, while you, while you stare at your list, I, i I wonder, so I'm not very arcadey and, yeah. and, and I wonder if it's, I just spent so much time playing the, the games that I had. Right, which were Apple II games, so mm-hmm. Zork and and those sort of things, narrative games, right? And I had very little access to an arcade. I didn't have a Nintendo. I didn't have. Mm. So I wonder, maybe could be, maybe that's my influence.
0: Maybe, yeah. I mean, for for me, like you know, some kids would want to go out for ice cream. Like I would want two dollars in quarters and. For my to mom arcade. to take me to arcade after yeah, school, yeah, yeah. right, and then I would go dump that into Robotron or, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs>
1: How long did two dollars worth of quarters? last Probably lasting?
0: not long enough. But I was happy. <laughs> it was the same price as like ice cream, right? So right. Or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, you know, and it's healthier. You're getting. I was gonna say a workout, but, but no. that was kind of the thing that I wanted yeah? to do. Yeah, yeah. It was you know, um, going to that or you know, friends would have I and I could just I was a sort where if I were. 9 10 years old I could just go to the arcade and just watch some older kids play. Right. And I would be entranced, right yeah. at the mall or
1: and you would learn too probably. You'd be like, "Oh."
0: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but it was more just seeing the skill of some people and being kind of <laughs> amazed at, you know, watching someone go through Dragon's Lair, right? Even though I'd never dumped a quarter into that game, right? Of just like, "Look what,
1: you know, this is, that, is really neat." Is it the same? Do you get the same thing out of sports? Is that is that the So so Oh, one, watching people with yeah, high skill. So one of my friends, I don't know. Um he,
0: no, he made it different
1: really so he made a remark about watching sports that he thought he thought he he could do basically and like he doesn't like watching he only wa- likes enjoying sports when it's really elite people hmm. right because he's like yeah i could do that right and i'm like i mostly don't watch sports but when i do it's it's like tennis or something uh-huh. um kind of one-on-one style or it's or it's socially like we're gonna watch the game right um and I'm just wondering, like, what is the difference, right? So, like, you can sit there and watch someone play a game, a video game, right? And you get... you get, I, I you don't get, now, well, but, but I did but, as a but kid. But when you were nine or yeah. six or something, yeah. right? Yeah. But so you got something out of that. What you got out of that was um, just admiration of skill, right? Um, and being impressed or, or being... Yeah. Right? Maybe. I guess, right? yeah. But you don't get that out of sports.
0: Um. No, sports is is more about rooting for the Jersey. It's, okay. it's, it's identity, <laughs> right? It's identity and community. It's about watching the game so that my wife and I will talk about watching the Cubs or I can text my friend and we'd be like, Oh, did you see that? Got it. It's about connecting with people. Got it. I would not watch. I do not think I would watch sports if I were the only fan I knew of a team. Like the, right. the reason I watch is to connect with my friends. All right. So it's a way that I connect with people. Um, and so that's, that's why I watch and you know like I think I've said certainly I've said, I think I've said on here is like all the people I, just about all the people I know in Denver are not sports fans. So like it's pretty funny. You know it's like all the people that I know here don't give a damn about uh-huh. sports at all. No, it's just it's fine. It's just it's not a so you know I connect on other things on games or books or you know uh, trivia.
1: Right, right. Just,
0: there's just other things that I um, use as, uh, social glue. Interesting, right? Yeah. But that's, that's what, that's what sports are for me. I don't, I don't think I would watch them if, if I were on a desert Island. <laughs> yeah. It just wouldn't be, it's just not interesting enough. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I don't think there's any other ones, but. So next time, <laughs> so next time, hopefully not too long. Hopefully not too long vacation.
1: Right. Uh, we, we don't know what we're going to be talking about. Maybe Betrayal, how the Betrayal went, maybe?
0: Perhaps. Perhaps. We'll see how far along you are on Gloomy event. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what will come up this summer, but there's always, there's always something. There's I mean, always there's, some excitement. There's always more games to play. Oh, you know what we'll talk about next time? We'll talk about my wife and I's Euro Game Challenge bracket.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep.
0: We'll leave that for next time. Euro Game Challenge. 2019. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, If you enjoy the show, let your friend know. We're at contextfree.fm. And have a good time and keep on playing games.
1: Play some games. Our theme music is Chocolate and Cocaine by Lorenzo's Music. Check out Lorenzo's Music at Lorenzo'sMusic.com. Context Free is a a contrarian content production. Uh, Find out more along with our various detailed, wonderful show notes that contain lots of links about pretty much everything we discuss at contextfree.fm thanks